Wow, what a year. A difference a year makes from floundering at the bottom of the table to competing for a championship. The Breakers are once again playing in the grand final after dusting off the Jack Jumpers last night at Spark Arena. The Sydney Kings await, and to help us preview what should be an epic series is the King of Hoops, Justin Nelson. Morning, Justin. How are you doing? Uh, very good morning. I'm well. I'm uh, feeling charged up and ready to go. The Breakers won last night and the Spurs are up 2-0, so I'm pretty happy this morning. There you go. You are happy and I'm, I'm no surprise you're feeling pumped because that stadium, that, that arena yeah. was rocking last night. How good is that crowd? Yeah, it was. You know, they bring the noise, they bring the passion. We're seeing it, you know, throughout basketball across New Zealand at the moment. The fans and the kids and the families are getting along and, uh, Gee, they put on a great show. It's a fantastic atmosphere. And didn't the players respond? Really complete performance outside of a slow start. Once they mowed it up and got going, put the uh, put the pedal down. It was a lot of fun to watch. Could you imagine, ever imagine a year ago that the Breakers would be playing in March for a title? It's hard, isn't it? You know, the last two years have uh, have been so tough on that uh, on that franchise. Uh, but all of a sudden, you know, changing coach, changing direction, some really solid recruiting. I mean, they turned over a number of players and didn't they get it right with their three imports as well? Just fantastic trio of players. And it just shows you how quickly you can turn things around when you've got the, you know, the right belief, uh, the right relationship coach to players. And certainly once that home crowd can get back in and get behind you, all of a sudden things are on the up and, uh, well, they're very, very close now. Hey, Justin, they, yep, they're in the, the GF, and one of the worrying uh, things for me is the refereeing. Were you concerned last night when a lot of the refereeing decisions were going against them, and does that play a part in the in the GF, do you think? Well, you'd like to think not. You'd like to think that, you know, just like the two best teams that make it through, you know, to the big dance, the three best officials from the season will make it through to the big dance as well. Look, it's a pressure cooker situation. I've said this for a number of years now. The game is faster. It's more athletic. There's more contact than ever before. When it comes to fouls, it's always an interpretation. Uh, I'd like to see uh, one significant change made to the game. I'd like to see individual fouls go to six. I think it takes the pressure off a little bit. It gives a little bit more leeway and it certainly takes away some of the angst that's built up. And plus, the fans want to see the stars. They want to see the best players out on the floor at the business end of a game, not sitting on the bench with five fouls. So it's a change that I'd make. don't know that there's too many people with me. Uh, but look, you just want every, everything to be even, clear, precise. Hopefully we get that. Yeah, I thought when Gerald Brantley got fouled out, I thought, oh, this might go a long way to costing the breakers. But no, Barry Brown Jr. put them on his back. And you saw the yeah. jack jumpers actually change to, to double team him and, and put him under a lot of pressure. Do you, do you feel like Sydney Kings will, will obviously see what Barry Brown was able to do will go along with the same tactics? Well, he's been one of the best players of the season. 32 points in that game. The Breakers had 53, 54 pen, uh, points off the bench. They had three players come off the pine in double digits. So it's a really deep Breakers team. Barry Brown Jr. is uh, is leading that charge off the bench. I don't think he's the only player the Kings have to worry about, but he's certainly a significant piece. Beautiful. And just on another piece, like we've, we've had uh, 
Tom Abercrombie on, on our show quite a few times. He's obviously been there since 08. He's been on, in the environment for a very, very long time. How influential do you think Tom Abercrombie has been in rebuilding this side? To, and what do you think of his legacy in the team as well? Well, his legacy is unquestioned. I mean, he's been a champion of this team for many, many years. He's He's been there and seen it all at its best and uh, arguably at its worst as well. So a true leader. I think he brings such a defensive edge to this team as well. I know a lot of people still look to Tom to score the points. What he's doing out there is he's usually taking the hardest matchup in a game. He's working so hard defensively. We've seen him in some big wins get critical steals at the most important time of the game to get his team across the line. I think his leadership is going to count for a lot in this contest against the Kings. And it's going to be a tough matchup. Mm. Best of five. It starts on March 3 in Sydney. Then it goes March 5 in New Zealand, March 10 in Sydney, March 12 New Zealand. And then if it is through to a game five, that'll take place on Wednesday, March 15, back in Sydney. So the game, you know, finished last night. It was the 19th of Feb, and then I saw, oh, it doesn't start for a couple of weeks. There's an international window thrown in the middle. What, yeah. do, you th- what do you think of the timing for this international window? Pretty, pretty disruptive? Well, it's odd. Yeah, it's, it's definitely odd. I think it's disruptive. Um, you know, certainly the league knew about it and, and put their schedule this way so it's in and around the international. What we should probably see now, I think what we are likely to see, is those players from both Sydney and New Zealand that were in the squads for internationals, respectively for Australia and New Zealand. I think those players will come out of that now. I can't see that there's any chance of them playing in those international games. So they'll get the chance to freshen up like their teammates. It's a 12-day break. It's not ideal. One significant piece out of yesterday's two uh, games, one in Sydney, of course. Sydney got over Cairns. Uh, Let's not forget that. And then, of course, the breakers got up over the jack jumpers. One significant piece that I think could really play into New Zealand's hands here, the crowds yesterday, fantastic crowd uh, Mm. for the breakers, really disappointing crowd for the Sydney Kings. They didn't turn out uh, probably half the number that we would usually see at Kudos uh, Bank Arena. For some reason, don't know what it is, but maybe the crowd becomes an X factor through this grand final series. And for me... That sits with the breakers. 100%. Hey, we, we touched on it, Justin, at the beginning about uh, coming back through this COVID period and performing this year again in the grand final. Modi Moore and the, and the work that he's done, what, what else has he got around it, his team that he's built to, to take this team to the top? Well, I don't think there's been enough talk across the Australian NBL on the job that Modi has done. It seems like a few people are late to the party. He's obviously been at the uh, at the franchise for a few years now as an assistant coach. He has an incredibly tight relationship with the players. They respect him, they play for him, and they absolutely turn it up when Modi asks them to deliver more. He's got some good young assistant coaches. They do the backroom work. They cut the tape. Uh, they have been spot on through the whole season. And even when there's been a down period, that coaching staff has been able to turn things around very, very quickly. Modi Mayo may not be or may not have been awarded Coach of the Year, but I know for Breakers fans and Breakers players, he is certainly mm. Coach of the Year. Oh, he is in our eyes, 100%. He's done an amazing job. When you look only a couple of years ago, what they went through, they've come back and punched their tickets to the grand final. So you've talked about the crowd being a real influence, maybe 
favouring towards the Breakers. But if they had to go to Game 3 in Sydney, who does it favour more? Well, definitely Sydney on their home floor are tough. But let's not forget, you know, that one time when the Breakers lacked a little bit of momentum this season. They were on a four-game losing streak. They went to Sydney, I think it was a Sunday afternoon. Uh, They were missing Barry Brown Jr. through injury and also Izzy Arthur, two key players missing. And they got up and they won that game. So one thing we know about the Breakers, I think they're 11-4 on the road this season. They are not afraid to travel. They're not afraid of a hostile environment. They uh, switch off against the crowd that's against them and they get down to business. This is a team that has proven throughout the whole season they can win on the road against anyone, including the Kings. So who's favourites? Who's favourites in your eyes? And you look up at the makeup of the squads, you've got two pretty evenly matched squads, but who's going into this favourite? I think Sydney start favourites uh, because, you know, they finished on top of the table for the regular season. Yep. They've got three of these five games at home if needed. So they definitely go in starting favourites. But based on what I saw yesterday, the two teams, the form that they're in, uh, the Breakers look injury-free. They look a complete team. They look deep. And they look like players can step in and do a job. Rob Lowe, how good was Rob Lowe last night? Came in, five offensive rebounds, just terrific basketball. He was one of those key players off the bench. I think for me, the Breakers have a massive opportunity here. Kings to start favourites because the numbers stack up their way based on the regular season. But I think the Breakers have absolutely come good at the right end, at the business end. And I think they're going to get it. Yes! There you go, Justin Nielsen, tipping the Breakers to get back to the promised land where they've been so accustomed to. We appreciate your time, Justin. Thank you so much. Go out, Breakers Nation, right behind them. And honestly, you won't get a better crowd. All our fans around the country that go to rugby games, please get some inspiration from the Breakers fans. It's so good to see. Thank you so much, Justin. Cheers, boys. There it is. Justin he wants on the Breakers. Fence. He wasn't sitting on the fence, mate. And I love that. I love that. What he saw last night, he's tipping the Breakers to go over. Barry Brown, but they've got firepower around the whole court. you got Abercrombie, you got Rob Lowe, you got Gerald Brantley coming on and getting the job done. What about that conversation regarding the six fouls? Maybe yeah. pushing out once. He's got a fair point. You want your 100%. best players there. Don't reach, young blood. Don't reach. Hey, <laughs> want them to be on there. <laughs> be on well, there in the end, but so good. Yeah, coaches want to coaches want to um, target players too, don't they? To foul, foul them out of the game and get them, mm. get rid of them. It's not. It's actually. I love innovation and the way that people think. I think that's a really good. Um, Opportunity there to extend the rules. Hey, Izzy, I know you. I know you live down in Christchurch, but have you ever been to a Breakers game up here in Tamaki? Yeah, I've been to um, one on North Shore when they're yeah, North Shore Events Arena. Uh, it's so. crazy. It is honestly. I could hear what Joe was saying with the crowd there last night, um, and at a fair point, Justin, there making making it around the crowd. They are the they are the the extra player. Like they come to New Zealand, that crowd they are so noisy. They were so noisy. And I, I think I've told that story before. They put all their best fans behind the the away team's um, bench and just get stuck into them, mate. It's, honestly, I was sitting right there. That's where they put me. I think he put me there for a joke. Um, and I was there going, some of the stuff that was being said, the banter, unbelievable. They got right under the coach's skin. So what you can about, see that coming up in the grand final. What about this this competition, Kempi? Like, 
it's actually a genuine pathway for the NBA now. Like you got yeah, Rayan Rupert, he's the guard from France. He's his claiming his t- um, claims for a really solid draft position pick when he gets an opportunity later on in the year. You had Lamelo Ball who played over in in Australia last year. He's probably a superstar at the moment now for the Charlotte Hornets. Like honestly, the genuine pathway now for the NBA, people are taking mm. notice. You, know, you got Sean Marion who owns the Breakers. And, uh, you know, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome that now it's it a genuine pathway for our young kids coming through. It is. And, and I saw that um, that article written about the, the NBA looking further down here to, to try and get uh, their players in the competition down here. If, that, if they become, like, known as a absolute pathway through that NBA system, that, that college system, to, through, a, through the draft system, you watch this competition take off, honestly. And then, and 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 saying that they'll come down here and they'll start working with our kids in the schools and stuff like that. It'd be honestly, it'd be it's massive what's happening in basketball. I wish, I hope Stephen Adams and New Zealand basketball can can you know heal and we can get a lot of Stephen Adams down under. Maybe him coming home and and growing the game. He always does. He creates cl- um, camps. He comes back. He's always giving back to young people. But there's always that friction of the. He's on basketball and Stephen Adams. Hopefully it can be repaired. But there we go. Justin Nelson talking breakers. They have punched their ticket. We've got a 12-day little layover while the international window takes place. But the breakers heading over to Sydney to take on the Sydney Kings on March the 